for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Run. But first, shut your windows. Hide your apples. Prepare for the attack of the android. And now, your host, and the human leader of the Android Underground, Matt Lee. What's up, everybody? It's Tuesday, November 5th, 2013. This is episode 104 of Attack of the Androids. Every week, Tuesday evening, right here at attackoftheandroids.com slash live. Check it out. I'm Matt Lee. Joining me this evening on Skype, hopefully, Eric Finkenbeiner. What's up, Eric? Can we just talk about how Microsoft ruins everything? Oh, absolutely. Literally everything. Absolutely. I feel your pain. Windows 8? Skype? Check. These people are assholes. Well, let's let's just pray. Just throw that out there at the beginning of the show. Let's just hope that your OS and your Skype can keep its crap together uh, for the next, mm-hmm. like, hour. Is that too much to ask? I don't Watch out, so. Windows phone people. <laughs> it's coming. It's You're going to feel it. <laughs> also joining us, Shane Brady back. What's up, Shane? Hey guys, uh, not too much. I didn't mean to say that your last name was Brady back, but you're back, and your name is Shane right, Brady. I, okay, I, I got it. I think I think the audience got it. Too. Good deal. Also back with us again, Nick Carroll. How you doing, Nick? Hey guys, glad to be back. Good to have your back. Uh, let's see. Oh, we should mention uh, we talked about this on Yats a little bit the day after um last week's. Attack of the Androids episode, I woke up in the morning, and there was this odd little red hat on my Moto X, and I was like, what is that? <laughs> and I, so I, I messed around with it, and it's this Moto Spotlight player, I'm sure you've all heard about it by now, but um, if you have a Moto X, or I, I think it works with the other Motorola Droid devices, the new ones, I'm not for sure, but um, yeah, it's just a widget, and you can drag the red hat to your desktop and check out this crazy, like, Pixar-esque interactive movie. Like, um, Ice Age has the squirrel that tries to catch the nut. This is a, was it a squirrel? It was a rat. It was like a mouse thing. And he's trying to catch this red hat, and it's crazy. You go into this, like, tornado, and you're looking around with your phone because it's all interactive. And yeah, so I just thought we should, we should mention that. Um, it was really cool. I didn't find it invasive. I know some other people were talking on uh, other podcasts and they were like, you know, that's that's weird that they would put this thing on your phone and and let it just run. And it's totally not. I didn't find it that it was invasive at all like that. And it was totally awesome. So well, it's a cool little like widget or something. It's like you get to see like this 3D world of that. Yeah. And you move your phone around and you're actually like you have to follow the mouse as it's doing all of the things. And it's. Like, it'll wait for you if you can't find it, because there's a couple of times where you're, like, totally turned around. and. But, yeah, it, it was really cool. And I hope to see, like, more of, of that kind of stuff, taking advantage of of your uh, device's accelerometer and, and whatnot. Yeah, I, no one seemed to talk about this. Maybe didn't see it, but no one seemed to mention that it was odd that Pixar, which has a strong connection to Apple, did this with uh, Google, well, Motorola slash Google, right? And uh, have we have you, we? You, go ahead. That that would not have happened under Steve Jobs. <laughs> you think? 
<laughs> have we sure. seen anything like this on uh, new Apple devices? Like a no. three minute. I don't. I don't even know what this is. It's almost like a new. It's not a new medium, but it's a. It's a a movie taking it full advantage of uh, your device's capabilities, hardware wise. Well, actually, some people some people did say they considered it a new, new medium, but um, I think it's just an example of what you can do when you think. I don't want to say think outside the box. That sounds so overused, but. When you take a company that makes awesome animations and then a company that's making awesome phones once again and you say, you know, what makes something cool. Yeah, I mean, then there's, you know, there's going to be a whole, this is just the beginnings. I mean, yeah, that was the very first one, so. Yeah, it's kind of like, can you imagine sort of a mashup between that and Ingress, which overlays on a real world? Uh, so d- imagine looking at a portal and actually seeing the portal on your phone. At, like it's peering into another dimension or something. I think that would be pretty cool. Well, and speaking of Ingress, we should mention that it has first birthday, and it is Whoa, out. Hacker alert. Hacker alert. Oh, man. Our, our, feed just, count. our feed just got taken over. It's a robot that looks like Seth. <laughs> Seth Herringer, what's up, man? And his microphone's not working. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Or he's muted. It, it, I see a mute icon over his. Uh, oh yeah, he's muted. Auto mute. That'll okay, get you every there time. Hi right, guys. How you doing, hey. Seth? Good. Good to be here. Hey, good to have you here. Eric, you thought... still with us? I feel like In I. Spirit. I feel like I have to check. Okay, cool. There's a there's a ton. This is an important week, so I wanted to stop in. Well, good to have you. Um, we were just mentioning uh the the. Moto Spotlight player on the Moto X, that interactive animation thing. I was checking it out on my phone. Totally awesome. And then uh, Ingress had its first year birthday, anniversary, whatever you want to call it, and they are out of closed beta now. I've been noticing a few more new players around the valley here, so it's, that's good to see. Do we have any word on when an iOS version of Ingress will be out, if at all? What? I, um, 2014, for some reason? I don't know why that... Like her first quarter, sometime between next year and never. Sure. I I actually want to somehow figure out how to play more because even in my podunk little town of like two thousand people, like I'm starting to have to battle for portals. Yeah, it's um, crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. We have that here too. It's like we have a smaller town than you, and the key is like when everyone kind of first started playing and met each other on both sides. We all took a few days and like went out and submitted a bunch of new portals and kind of tried to clean up everything and make make sure everything was where it should be. And so now there's this, you know, epic battlefield between the four little towns in this whole valley and it, it's yeah, it's pretty cool, man. It's good to see. Yeah, like I'm actually thinking of taking no, so you, uh, you actually drive to places to play, right? Yeah, well, it depends if we're going because the towns are all like 15, 20 miles apart. So we'll like drive somewhere if it's nice out. Obviously, it's snowing now, but in the summertime, we would go park somewhere and then bike around and then go back to the truck and then go somewhere else and bike around. And then, but when we go to Missoula and play, see, there's Missoula campus has like just they submitted every sculpture, bench, like everything. So you have to just walk through and do laps, and it's just a field of portals. I, I've, I've taken screenshots and posted them on, on Google+, but, yeah, it's completely insane up there. No, it sounds, it sounds pretty fun game. 
Yeah. So, all right. Uh, let's see. Android News Nexus Five. We want to start there. Is that the phone of the moment, Seth? Yeah, absolutely. It is. Shane, you have one of these, right? Is that right? Yep. Nice. Wow. Do you love I'm it? I'm clicking on you to look. Hold it up again. So it sounds like uh, that's a big camera thing. It sounds like everyone is it's... sort of thinking that this is a great phone, except the camera. What's your What is your uh, impression? I mean, your impressions here. Okay, so the display is amazing. Um, it's not that heavy. It feels lighter. I still have my Nexus 4, which is cracked, but it feels about the same as the Nexus 4. It's only a little bigger. Like, it's technically bigger. a little lighter. Yeah, I think it's a little wider. But the thing is, they've gotten rid of so much bezel that um, it's all. it feels like it's all screen. And you, you also have a white one, which is, is, is different. Which is going to look awesome in a couple weeks. Do you find it weird, like, holding on to it without a bezel? Like, I think that would be odd. I need something to hold on to that's not activating something on the screen, you know? And, I mean, the no, moto, yeah. I mean, I, I ha- the way I hold the phone, I don't generally touch the screen that much anyway. You like to cup um, it, right? You have... Well, I have a big hand, so it just kind of rests on my fingers. Sure, sure. A- anyway, so that doesn't bother me. Um, it's a little weird that the earpiece is white on the on the side. Um, the buttons feel pretty good. Um, the back, I don't you know you worry about being looking dirty and all that. Um, it's not a fingerprint magnet, so I'm trading one thing for another. Um, now, I'm buying a case for it that's going to be white, so um, it'll, I'll just keep the case clean and all that. Because after dropping my Nexus Four twice and the second one destroying it. Um, I'm not, I don't want to go through that again. Uh, KitKat is pretty awesome. I mean, everything you've heard is is pretty, uh, pretty much on the uh, on the money. I mean, it's so polished and everything works so well integrated. Now the camera, you're right. That's where the controversy is. Okay, the Verge kind of panned the camera. Android uh, uh, Android Central put up a bunch of pictures side by side. And they, to me, they look fine. And Seth, if you go into the show notes, do you have those up? Picture you took of the uh, of the couch or something, right? Yeah, side by side with the yeah. iPhone 5C, which supposedly has really good optics. Both taken in HDR plus, and the Nexus 5 picture looks a lot better. Now, are these raw or are these going through Google Plus and getting enhanced? Those are both actually well. I saw them uh, on the on the devices before they got uploaded, and that's a, that's what they look like. Okay. Yeah. So um, I downloaded the uh, original pictures when I put that together. So I look at those two pictures, and everybody talks about how great the five C camera is because it's really last year's five phone ball. I don't see anything wrong with that picture um, from the from the Nexus Five. So. You know, it is a little slow to take pictures, um, especially in HDR plus mode. It sounds like software they can fix. I think the issues people have with the camera are, are going to be more about speed, and I think that will be fixed with software. I think the hardware is good enough to take really good pictures. You didn't have any problems with low light? That was in low light. Yeah, but this is HDR, right? Yeah, Right, so yeah, you, you want to use HDR plus with the Nexus Five. Um, speak, well, what I was trying to come isn't up with is an HDR. HDR is not necessarily for low light, is it? Isn't HDR for high dynamic range? So it's like 
when you've got uh, something light and something dark with the high dynamic range, you want to get both of them yeah. at once. To contrast. Yeah, it basically makes multiple pictures at the same time. One undersampled, one oversampled, and right. one in the middle, and it yeah. kind of like okay. puts them together. I understand that. I'm telling you, that was the that was the only that's the best way to get a good low light yeah. picture. It is. Is there is there a low light is there a low light setting on there, Shane, or not? Uh, I didn't mess with the settings too much. I, okay. I try to make this as you open up the app for the first right. time to take a picture, and that's what you get. Other right. than turning on HDR for both. So, no, Shane, I do have a quick question. What happens if you take that picture without HDR on on the Nexus Five? Is it terrible or is it whatever? Uh, they were both terrible in that, okay. in that shot. <laughs> right. So, I mean, okay. you're just taking different levels of, ter of terribleness in that case. Okay, right. Um, but I'm just saying that HDR mode in the Nexus 5, it just was a brighter... It was just a brighter picture with uh, without the flash, so... Sure. Uh, I think I think for I think people will be surprised. I think you know it gets auto awesome and things will be things will be good. I expect we'll see a fix within the next three months that will address a lot of issues with the camera, like they did with the Moto X, and I think people will be pretty happy. Um, well, it's got OIS on it, so that's a good plus out of the box. That's a lot less blurry images, so that's good. That's optical yeah. image stabilization. Yeah, yeah. Very good. So, I don't know. I don't think the camera, based on my own pictures and based on Android Central, all those pictures they took, I don't think the camera is terrible at all. Good. So, um, well, the camera was the biggest complaint that I had about the Nexus Four, and it did not have OIS on it. And one of the one of the main problems you have when you're taking pictures is that. You take a picture and you're trying to stand as you know, keep your hand as stable and steady as possible, but the pictures half of them still end up coming out, you know, blurry. So yeah. when I saw the comparison between the Nexus Four and the Nexus Five, at least from what I'm using, it looked like a huge step up. Eric, can you not tap to focus? You do tap to focus. No, you and so tap it's fine, to focus. but then. <laughs> Oh, there's one other thing that somebody with a Nexus what? 4 have to try out. You can use the volume buttons as the camera button That's to cool. take a picture. I, I noticed that on the Moto X today. It doesn't take a picture, but it'll zoom, <laughs> which is, like, completely <laughs> Why useless. Why is my picture louder? Yeah, right? I don't understand this. I also tried Focal and did a Photosphere, and it just completely crashed. So thank you for that. Um, talking about cameras, we should mention I noticed... Uh, you know, everyone was waiting for Verizon to push out the camera update for the Moto X, and uh, Motorola just said, you know what, and I, I did end up getting the update, uh, but then after that, I think last week, Motorola ended up just pushing out a camera app into the Play Store, yeah, I which that. I thought was a really good idea, right? I mean, why wait yes. for the carrier to push out something as simple as a stupid camera update when it's hurting them more than the carrier, right? To have a phone out there with crappy camera. So yeah, you take I it in your own hands and just do that. put it up on yes. the app store. Yeah. So pretty cool. Yeah. Hopefully they can do that for most things, depending on how low level you have to get. Right. Matt, before we move on from that, I mean, are we moving away from the Nexus five? Unless you guys have more questions. I kind of wanted well, to go through some of the KitKat features uh, with, with Shane, yeah. but yeah. Well, first I want to say, I think it's really interesting that Verizon and Google hate each other so much. It's because um, Verizon messed up the GeneX. Oh, I don't know. Like, for instance, I don't, you know, my wife and I are on these unlimited data plans. I've got the, I've got the GS3, which is still doing me fine. 
but she's got the original GeneX, and it is starting to really bog down, yep, and yep. it's not working great anymore. And I, you know, I've got all the CyanogenMods, mods, and I've got it as bare bones as I can. I'm running like one screen at a time, and trying to just get her fast, and it's just not really cutting it anymore. I would love to buy the Nexus 5, but we're on Verizon, and I can't. I'm upset. You can get what about the Moto X? Get her a Moto X, man. This phone is sweet. What is that? What is that off? What is that off contract? I don't know because what you do if you want to keep your unlimited plan, we talked about this when I got mine. You just need to get a line and then switch your upgrade to that line. Get the phone and then switch it back, and you'll keep your unlimited plan. If that's what you're worried about. You get another line, and then what happens to that line? Do you sign a contract to keep that available for two years or something? Well, see, it depends. See, I already had one, so I just threw it on my mom's and then switched it back real quick. If you don't have a line you can do that with, yeah, I'm not quite sure. Well, anyways, I, I want to try. I wanna so buy what you could do is... What's the Moto X cost? What, Eric? The, well, I was going to say, you if you do buy the Moto X, um, we talked about it last show. Uh, the Moto X just had a... A uh, hundred dollar price drop across the board. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. for locked and unlocked. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's going to be but, somewhere but, okay, like in the five hundred range. All the things low I could do. I mean, I, you know, I know I could go to Craigslist and buy it an used old to be, GS3 uh, or buy whatever. It used to be six hundred and fifty dollars uh, off contract. If yeah, it is a hundred dollars cheaper, it should be five fifty. Yeah, but see, but I could go buy now the newest thing with a better processor. With right, it's got. Doesn't the Nexus Five got a better processor than a Moto yeah. X? Right. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Better, set, well, that's the point. You can't a different processor because you have Verizon. That's true. You so could that's go what get I mean. on. It's really upsetting that Google and Verizon can't. It's all Verizon. I know. Well, yeah. And anyway, yeah. Go I'm get on AT and T then. Can't you just go get her a line on AT and T? Well, no, but I've, we've got the, we've got unlimited data on. So go, what about T Mobile? They they have true unlimited. T Mobile. Well, okay. Well, anyways, he's not. <laughs> he's clearly I, a Verizon fanboy. Okay. You no, I am really upset. <laughs> I just hate that these big companies. Don't work together like Apple and Google, and you know now with all these new patent wars coming about. Yeah, it's total dicks, right? And who gets hurt? It's not like it's hurting them any. They're still selling phones. It hurts the people like us that live in places that you can only get Verizon. You know, it's lame. Why are you guys being like that? Stop. uh, Well, and why? Why is Verizon and Sprint? No, I we we could get T-Mobile, but I'm also on a family plan with more than just me and my wife, and you know, I mean, we share we share billing and things like that. It's it's a long story, but it's just still sort of upsetting. Why? I would not let family ties screw over my phone experience. Yeah, I probably should do that, and I think <laughs> I probably would go to T-Mobile if I... Looking on the Verizon Wireless <laughs> website, it says the month-to-month uh, price for it is four I'm not sure exactly if that's you buy it outright and you add Isn't that... Work. That's that lease thing they were doing, isn't it? That upgrade oh. every, like, six months or whatever? <laughs> Then don't do that. Okay. Yeah. No, I'd rather just I, what I'm what I what I probably will end up doing is buying a Moto X on uh, Craigslist in like six months or something. But I would much rather just buy this straight from Google right now, or buy, have bought it when it was still in stock. Yeah, this price is insane though. Four hundred dollars unlocked, thirty-two yeah. gig. I I agree. I don't I don't understand how they can do that. Do you think they're losing money? I think they're selling it just a little bit over cost. Isn't it sold out? Didn't they sell out of them? The Dev Edition, Verizon Edition shows a 649 still for the 32 gig version on the Moto X website. Oh, okay. Whatever the Nexus 5. I think the the delay is three weeks now. 
Right, right. So let's wrap this up with some of the uh, KitKat stuff. You do you like the unlimited home screen panels? Is that do you care about that? I use like two home screens. I don't need four, but no, it comes with two plus the Google Now pane, and then you can add as many as you want. Yeah, you can get it down to just one pane and the Google uh, pane on right. the side. Yeah, you can get. I think you can get rid of the Google Now pane, but I don't think you yeah. would want to. I don't think you want to. No, Google Now is awesome. Uh, the support for integrated pedometer. This is just a list of the ten cool features off ZDNet. Do you use the integrated pedometer? I don't know how. You... That would be no. It says okay. Moving on. It says the Nexus Five now has sensors to support pedometer functions, and KitKat enables the hardware through apps like Move. So you should use the app Move. Uh, you may soon leave the Fitbit behind. Uh, number three, okay, Google Voice Control. Good stuff. Uh, number four, immersive mode, where uh, it makes apps in full screen. Uh, yeah, a lot of apps I, I use were already doing that in uh, right, 4.3. Right. So. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, caller ID by Google says you will see Google search being integrated in more ways, and one of these is through caller ID. Which, what does that do to Verizon's stupid caller ID app that you disable or uninstall if at all possible? Ugh, Verizon. Uh, let's see. Number six, Quick Office integration. You use Quick Office, or you're just on Drive. Uh, I use Quick Office when I have to lo- uh, load a, uh, Microsoft a Word Docs, Docs. which is becoming right. fewer and fewer. Right. Thank the good lord. Uh, number seven, Google Wallet without carrier restrictions, and that that came out with the last Wallet app. That's not a KitKat thing. No, they did something different, KitKat, where it doesn't require a secure element on NFC. Oh. So this will say, screw you to all the carriers. Uh, now, all I have to say is, uh, for some reason, Google is unable to automatically validate my um, my ID, so I have to send in some documents. In the meantime, Google Wallet's broken. But in KitKat, um, supposedly everybody will, will be able to download it and use it on any carrier they want. Very cool. Now all we need are <clears throat> other places to use it. <laughs> and there are more places you think. Uh, uh, MasterCard PayPass places hmm. you can use it. Good to know. Uh, number eight, something Eric and I will totally enjoy, emojis in the Google keyboard. Good deal. Yeah, the, wor- worst the most important update. The most important update. I agree. Uh, album art on the lock screen. Cares? Yeah. In- yeah, I've used that. It, it's pretty cool. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Integrated print support. Printing. Do you print from your phone? (laughs) I use cloud print. That's that's actually pretty cool. Maybe not just print from your phone, but print from your tablet. If it's a you know, if if you can hand somebody a work tablet. But it's only cool if if Gmail offers that support then in the app. Or for me personally, the only thing I ever print are emails I get and then I send them to the printer at work so they're there when but you can't print inside of Gmail, so you have to save the thing as a PDF and then print that. It's it's just a pain, but it does work, which is kind of cool. Unless you have two of the same printer, and then it doesn't know which one to send it to. Well, I'm thinking if you yeah. if you you know if your job is um, has you traveling like you know in your truck, and you have to have people sign for something on a tablet, and they want a receipt, and you could just like hit print, and then it prints on this little you know the little printer that you have. Yeah, with that... you like those sorts of things like having integrated print support would be really cool yeah all right well, i know that's... that's not what you do 
That's how I do. We used to have an IR printer. What I imagine <laughs> it was the worst. Uh, let's see. Oh, I find it quite ironic that the Verizon Galaxy Nexus is getting Android 4.4 before my new Moto X will. Um, it kind of makes me want to dig out the old Galaxy Nexus just to play around with it, which I haven't yet. Um, but yeah, so I, who knows when Verizon will actually push that out to Galaxy Nexus users, but the ROM is available. Galaxy Nexus isn't getting for When the Moto X2 comes out. Yes, it is, Shane. It already got it. <laughs> not officially. Well, unofficially. I mean, it's not, it's not coming officially, and I think it's all because of Verizon. Ah, uh, I see what you're saying. So this is a build somebody put together. Baldwin Guy 77? Yep. Uh, and you include Did this... you guys see the, um, the article that... I, I think I saw it. I didn't put it in the show for today, but um, there's some petition out there of people. There's, I think it has over 15,000 signatures yeah. of uh, pissed-off Verizon Galaxy Nexus owners wanting the update officially. <laughs> I can believe yeah, that. Yeah, the one that's out Sign there, I've seen a video on it, and there's a glitch when you're using the phone. Whenever you change orientation, there's like some, some sort of graphical glitch that occurs and when you open and close the camera app. So it only affects you when you're looking at it. It doesn't affect picture quality, but yeah, it's, it's, it'd be nice to have official support for that. Well, we can all hope one day. Uh, let's see. We talked about the Motorola camera app. That is totally cool. Uh, oh, let's talk about this. Verizon, <laughs> I don't get why you would ever name your tablet this but so maybe this is why they won't turn on the nexus 7 tablets on their lte because they've just announced their own seven inch android tablet uh the verge reporting the first product in the ellipsis family now the ellipsis is like the dot 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 so it's like verizon dot 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 like why would you ever name your tablet after Waiting. grammar dot 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 yeah exactly Waiting for updates. Dot dot dot. Like, the Verizon you... way. Do you guys think what? this is why they won't hook up the Nexus it's... Seven illegally? Eric, I don't know. I, I think it's why they. Well, well. First comment. Ellipsis is a cool word. Sort of rolls off the tongue. It's not a good. It's not a good brand name. It's I don't grammar. Think. It's a grammar like, thing. Why would you ever name anything that, that's so stupid? It's more like Ma- Mama's not going to be saying, "Get me an ellipsis." The Verizon no. comma or the Verizon <laughs> colon, better yet, you know, like exclamation full stop. point. The ver- full stop. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, yes, Eric. Um. Yeah, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm baffled by this decision. Like, this seems like a loser from the start. I don't know why they would do it. There's so much competition, anyways, and I, I don't know. Like, maybe you guys have more of a sense of this than I do. Are people buying tablets on contract? Has I, that really taken off? It, it doesn't seem like to me that it has. Like, to where I'm going to go into Verizon, I'm going to buy my tablet from them like it doesn't seem well us what do we do we go on google play and we buy our nexus tablets right but we're also well i'm not i'm not getting a tablet with a radio in it because i'm tethering my phone why would i want to hook up another plan when i can just tether my phone and be fine 
because Verizon probably they know exactly how much foot traffic they get in their stores and how many times people go there to buy phones and now they can upsell them a tablet for only two hundred fifty dollars and probably just a little bit of bump on the data plan. Aren't they aren't they going all shared plans now anyway? I I mean I if I was part of one of those shared plans I would want my tablet on. I would want my Nexus Seven on the my Verizon share plan. Right, but that they get more money this way. I'm saying they probably know exactly right. how many people they yeah, can yeah. sell on this. Right. It says it'll go on sale November 7th for 249.99 off contract, which is a bit more than the Nexus 7, which starts at 229. The Verge here because we can't because Verizon still has Matt. You just said this right. They're still they're still not allowing. Yeah, no. Jeff Jarvis on Google Plus is still like completely pissed about it. And you can you can take a SIM card out of an active device and put it into the tablet, and it will work. Right. You can't right. get it activated at a Verizon store. They won't do it. And that's why I was wondering. Like, I wonder if this is why. But how – that's – they're breaking the law, obviously. I mean, he's petitioned to the FCC about it already. Like, they're not allowed Yeah, to. but nobody has – like nobody's nobody can be bothered to do anything about it. That's messed that's the, up though, because uh, that's it's clearly wrong. Is that everybody is so effing lazy? Mm-hmm. So he wrote a letter to the FCC. What's the FCC doing about it? Well, what do you Something want him to do? Like Eric? a pretty blatant. You want him to infraction. go into a Verizon store and blow it up? Like, what do you want him to do? What can you do as a citizen? No, that's what what I'm saying is that the people that should be doing this, the FCC, the people right, that right. that we pay, they should be to blowing up this Verizon. Stuff, are just sitting there, <laughs> yeah, not doing anything. Are and you... the longer they wait, you, it's like when you have kids or when you when you're um, when you're running a business and you have employees. Like if you if you don't like if if somebody needs corrective action, you do it quickly. And you do it decisively. You don't wait months and months and then like six months down the road say, oh, you shouldn't have done that. That's are BS. Are you still find that government workers are lazy? <laughs> uh, Some of them. <laughs> <laughs> but not you, right? Hell no. I'm just messing with you. I'm doing a podcast. That's right. It, Matt, on. you know, it is. Yeah, you are right, though. It is upsetting that, you know, when this controversy is happening, a month later, Verizon announces this stupid tablet. Yeah, uh, completely I mean, it, it ridiculous. Really makes, it really makes Verizon look. But they know they can gummy. do it, right? They know that they can do it. Yeah. What are they going to do? Get fined by the FCC? Who cares? It's pocket change. But here's the thing: they had to get the thing. No, they should get their spectrum Google. taken away. They should. They should give it to Google. <laughs> What's up? <Seth>? Sorry. <laughs> No, Shane was saying I think he had, they had to get certified by Google. Yeah, because it's a it has Google services on it, as far as I can understand. I don't know. I'm glad. I mean, I guess in some ways I'm glad I don't have the LTE version of the Nexus Seven because I really love my Nexus Seven. My new one is great. That's what I'm saying. Get Wi-Fi and Tether. Who cares? <laughs> no, that's. Once you go wireless on on your tablet, you never go back. To no, it's stupid. I have our boss bought two uh, Galaxy Tab threes f- on AT and T uh, that have signal for our. Uh, we're testing out new routing app and stuff for my routes, and like it's not. I was using his Wi Fi Nexus Seven before he bought these, tethered to my Moto X, and just doing it that way. And then like it doesn't matter. A signal's a signal. It wasn't any faster or better, or it wasn't anything. I was still playing Ingress on my phone. And having the tablet put in my stops, you know, it was it was fine. 
It's unnecessary. It's a completely unnecessary thing. Yeah. Wi-Fi is all you need. <laughs> and a good phone. Uh, so getting getting back to this Whatever. story, did you guys did you guys see the update? The update to the story where it talks about the specs? Yeah. Twelve eighty by eight hundred, seven inch IPS, eight gigs of storage, one gig of, one RAM. Gig of RAM. Hey Verizon. Yeah. 2009 called, and they want their crappy Walmart tablet back. Yeah, I'm not even sure of the processor. It's probably like a MediaTek or something. Like yeah. That. Are you kidding, Verizon? You should have. Some no-name company just made bank. Yeah. $250. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's so terrible. And, of course, huge Verizon logos all over. Oh, yeah. It, it's yeah. the, yeah. It's the premium you pay. I really That's, do hate Verizon. I know. They <laughs> used to be so good, right? They used to yeah. be the carrier that everyone was like, man, I actually love being on this carrier because their service was good. They had good coverage, and, you know, it, it all worked well. And then they just got mad corrupt. This net neutrality no, thing. They've, with, they've always been like that. Have they? Have we just been people young just and naive? Got, yeah, people, people just – they got so much good press when when the iPhone came to Verizon and no. everybody was like, oh, AT&T sucks. I yeah. can't get any signal. Ex- yeah, exactly. That's all it was. Yeah. It was a, it was a bunch of effing hipsters <laughs> that, that couldn't use their stupid iPhone on AT&T in San Francisco. So then they got on Verizon and they started you know, making a big deal about it. I think the Verizon cult started before that though. Well, hold on one second. Yeah, because no, back... I hate I hate Verizon's no. business practices, but their network is pretty darn good. Their network is good, and back <laughs> and, in the day, like that was my I first mean, smartphone. AT&T's was... made a lot of progress, but I mean, Verizon's LTE network is like did destroy it up to maybe six months ago. Um, and yeah. they're same with their voice network destroyed at Is that the but same? AT&T's making a lot of progress right now, I admit. And I don't, really don't know if there's much of. A is that the same anymore. network that they bought when they agreed? To, is to, that the same network that they bought open? and they agreed that, to not restrict devices? Eric, that, I'm totally agreeing with you. I'm just saying that there's a that there was a reality, which is that AT and I mean, which is that Verizon's network was way better than AT and T's six months ago, maybe a year ago. I get yeah, the coverage, reality anymore. Yeah, coverage is fine, but we're not talking about coverage. We're talking about yeah. how they behave. That's right, business right, practice. That's totally what I'm with that, you on that. Yeah, I, yeah. My Pixel gets amazing LTE service here in the sticks, but. I think it's hilarious you own a Pixel, by the way. <laughs> Doesn't Eric own a Pixel, too? Yeah. I have one, too. I'm staring right at it. Lovingly. <laughs> Lovingly. So Lovingly. I've got the inexpensive Chromebook. I'm taking but... it with me on my trips. It's great. Have you ever used one, Seth? No, I've never. I mean, I've played with Chromebooks in stores. I've never even felt a Pixel, actually. But I think it's pretty funny. Why is it funny, though? Because it's like a $1,000 Chromebook. <laughs> that First is of all, kind of it's a fifteen hundred dollar Chromebook. <laughs> that was free that. if you went to IO. That's what I Don't find worry. amusing. When I, when about I come it. back to the states, well, you're gonna love it when you come back to the states. And you when I come back to the it. states, Seth, you can feel my pixel. <laughs> hey, uh, let's talk about this. Dieter Bond on the Verge says the Nexus Five isn't pure Android; it's pure Google. I don't understand what that means. Well, they're integrating the the Google search. Yeah, you that's know, all I mean. Services basically everywhere. You know, you can, you know, okay, Google, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's frankly not Dieter's best article ever. <laughs> yeah. It really, it really, I mean, I love, Dieter's a great guy. He writes well. He's just, like, it really was, hey, I got an interview with Matias Duarte, another one, and let me make a, a fancy head. And in that it. interview, Matias Duarte said how much he loves the Verge people, <laughs> which yeah, I thought was yeah. amusing. What? Which I had no problem with that. No, I mean, that's you know, cool. Like, it's, yeah. And, 
That's fine. And and we get good. I mean, I like seeing what Matthias says, and I like seeing what the design. Right, because I mean, he's not talking are. to us, so I right, mean, exactly. So. <laughs> right, well, right. But really, this I article. This article is not right. that interesting. Yeah. Well, I think he's right in the sense that I think ultimately this is where like Chrome OS and Android is going. They're trying to integrate Google so deeply into it, into it into both operating systems that they operate very similarly. You just you know yell out, bark out orders to whatever. Yeah. You know, in your room, and all these devices answer you with whatever. I don't know. It's just they're all going the same direction, I think. But if you go back to when they talked about why they created Android, it was because they want to have a platform that they could put their services on. So why are we surprised five years later that they're using the platform to put their services <laughs> for their on? services? And, well, and no one is saying this is bad, are they? I mean, like, is this? No, like... no. But I mean, it's almost like. Hey, I just discovered something that they said they were going to do five <laughs> yeah. years ago. <laughs> I'm with you, my man. I do think it's fan. I do like I do like Google Now and its deeper integration. I think Google Now is just is going to be is already really helpful and will get even more helpful. Yeah, but the thing is that you can also just you can also eliminate that. You can put a different launcher on and be not so integrated. You know. What I mean? Yeah. But if you have a device that does it, why would you not use it? Like, it's so awesome, especially on the Moto X. We're we're doing something uh, in the kitchen. I need to know the melting point of something. And so I was like, okay, Google now, what's the melting point? And it just, like, told me. I was like, thanks. On to what Imagine I was doing. Conversions. Yeah, it was so great. I don't know. I, I like it. Um, Let's see. I thought it was kind of cool, uh, this article on Lifehacker, uh, that Google released a ba- basics of Android KitKat. On, uh, it's a free ebook hmm. on uh, Playbooks. So if you want to read more about KitKat or if you're new to it, like they give you this good place to start. Uh, I think that's kind of a good idea. They have playbooks. You might as well throw your manual on there, you know. They do that with the devices often too. Right, yeah. That's pretty cool. I don't know if I got one for the Nexus 5 though. Uh, Oh, we should talk about this. It's been a while since we've revisited patent wars, but I found this article on ZDNet. Uh, Microsoft and Apple unleash thermonuclear war on Google and this Android. Is, this is the most upsetting thing I've ever spread in my Is life. this crazy? Well, I mean, I knew, yeah. Uh, what is the name of the company that they... Rockstar? Rockstar. Rockstar but not right? Rockstar Games, right? The Rockstar Consortium. <laughs> this, is a, so, this is so upsetting. It's and Apple. They created a company, particularly so they could not be countersued. Right, so they they create a company that doesn't create anything, so Google's patent war chest for Motorola means nothing. But look who's in it. The, the company is Apple, Microsoft, BlackBerry, which okay, yeah. Ericsson, and Sony, which used to be Sony Ericsson. I really, I mean, you know, I I understand Apple has some decent stuff out there, but Apple is just the this the I want to swear, but the whatever is company ever dirty sea Apple. suckers. Call them; they are a bunch of dirty <sighs> sea suckers. I cannot stand Apple as a company. <laughs> yeah. Well, People sorry. like their devices. Whatever. Were you going to say something, Shane? Uh, I just see Leo Laporte posted that he the Nexus 5 camera is very satisfying. I think as good as the iPhone. Huh. Those are some large claims. I don't, I don't really know if Leo is. Well, I like Leo, but. Leo yeah. kind of <laughs> likes everything, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not. I don't want to criticize Leo. He's actually a great guy. No, he I should. Just, he yeah. should pick us. Can't up. trust them eyes. If you look at the <laughs> pictures, no, that's true. Look, old eyes. Old old eyes. Look at the pictures he <laughs> took. They're pretty good pictures. I will look. I will look. Um, but anyways, this is so upsetting. Uh, 
Well, I uh, hope Google speaking. throws everything they have at all these companies. I don't know what to say. So Rockstar bought the patents. These were what? The old uh, Nortel patents? Is right. that what this is? Yeah. Uh, they bought them for $4.5 million. No, no, or no, 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 no. Billion. $4.5 billion when Google bid $4.4 billion. Yeah. You know, the other thing that makes me upsetting is you read other articles about this. They create a company, this Rockstar group did, right? And now Apple is doing this plausible deniability thing. Like, it's patent oh, trolling. Do with this. It's so upsetting. It's patent trolling. Where they hire people, and all they're doing is like there are people sitting in these rooms reverse engineering other products so they can sue them. Yeah, it's complete and utter patent That's all trolling. They're doing. It's, it's and just why, a drain on the world. Why are companies like Microsoft and Apple even getting involved in patent trolling? Like, don't you have products yeah. to make better? Microsoft is the same. Yeah, it's just so upsetting. It's like, it really is like the sound of a dying company, in my opinion. Like, these are dying companies. But Apple's not dying. That's the thing. Yeah, well, Blackberry well, is, yeah. sure. Ericsson, you, yeah. Sony. What, Sony's what not. Sony's not dying. Microsoft, maybe. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I really think Apple's going in the wrong direction. I don't think Tim they're Cook is Apple's losing their luster. Yeah, right. That's, That's the better. problem. They're, they're not... There's, there's, you know, aside from the people that are just hardcore Apple fans, um, it's starting... Like it, It's not starting. It has become a conversation when it comes down to what phone I should get. Right. It's no longer just get an iPhone, get an iPhone. Apple still dominates, I feel like, on computers. No, they're doing terrible on computers. No, I Apple is still so magical. It just turns out that it's evil magic. They no, no, sold... but like, ah, black who's magic. Competing with, who's competing with a MacBook Air or their new... I mean, like... Uh, but all they dominate Lenovo, Seth. Lenovo is. Nah. <laughs> no, no. HP? HP? No. Every so other cheaper like, company there is you competing go. with them because they compete on price. There you PCs. go. Are sold every quarter. Yeah, and no, Apple sh- sold four and a half million. Shane, I just mean, I just mean that design-wise and functionality-wise, I think that Apple is leading the laptop market pretty clearly, in my opinion. Now, I think on the phone, they're falling way behind, and I think on tablets, they're not really doing anything interesting. Although I can't really say Android is doing anything too terribly interesting on tablets either. But um, yeah, have any of you guys used iOS 7 for an extended period of time? My brother has no. the new iPhone, and I messed with it just briefly. Not for any extended amount of time. I should, like, do a thing with him and swap for a week and just see no, how we each it. like it, just to do, like, an experiment. You might kill yourself. I might. I very well. There may be no show next week because I hung myself because <laughs> iOS 7 was such a pile. The the iOS the fanboys can talk about the physics engine built into the the you know so that you can make your it's science bro yeah it's all math it's, it's all like science it's, bro it's not, a, it's not a mystery but it's still <laughs> a very choppy non integrated in and out of app experience right. and if you're somebody who needs to get look at your phone get information and then move on with your life then iPhone is a terrible choice because it sucks for that. I, I'm totally with you. I think Apple... I, that's one thing I love about the active notifications on the Moto X. Like, it makes that whole thing just so much better. And the fact that it knows when I pull it out of my pocket and it blinks on and shows me the time and if there's any notifications. Like, it is so integral now. I, I don't know why. Like, Shane, maybe, I don't know. Does anyone know this? Why are the government not doing something about this? I mean, they allowed... You the know, government... This, this rockstar bid... 
went through the I forget got approval by like the well, who's approving this stuff? The F- well, the government's the problem. That's why they're exactly. Yeah, but I mean, are they are they in the pot? I mean, like, is Apple and Microsoft giving them tons of money? Well, why think about not, the whole NSA thing, Seth. Seth, think, think about the whole NSA thing. Like, they were <laughs> some of those companies knew what was happening. Maybe. But patent reform, I feel like, should be politically popular at the moment. I feel like everyone You would upset. think. The government's trying to figure out a budget right now, so they can't be bothered yeah. with anything else. Well, so they don't, no, they're not trying to do that either. No, you're right, Eric. There's, there's the a Tenacious D song patterns. that explains exactly yeah. what the problem is. What's that, Eric? So just go Google that. The Tenacious D song. <laughs> the government totally sucks. You, you guys don't know? <laughs> It's my theme song. Apple does carry star power with the government. And probably Larry Page and Sergey, too. Um, well, you would think I mean, you they would, would all get together and maybe do something, but who knows? I mean, judging by the success of healthcare.gov, the president is easily impressed. With, uh, yeah, I mean, how, but how does, how does anyone in the government think it's good for the economy or good for America to have a company whose, coal, whose sole purpose is to sue other companies who are innovating? Yes, Eric. Right? Why do you think that's I mean, a good idea, Eric? Be basically because the the people that make these decisions or that we elect to make these decisions are idiots. Oh, okay. So I don't think they're idiots. They know they know exactly what what they're doing. They're not idiots. They're just corrupt. I mean, okay, some of them are idiots. They they know how to watch their bank balance. Some of them are pretty much that. Well, yeah. Uh, There's one solution: vote libertarian. Period. There's another solution. Just don't vote. Buy a bunch of see, guns. It, it, see, and... it just strikes me that this could be bipartisan. I don't know. I mean, like, who is, like, I don't understand where the opposition is coming from from patent reform. Because there's only one party. That's right. Yeah. The, the new world order, Seth. It's, well, part yeah. of it, part of it, Seth, I think, is because the, I don't, I don't really party. think that the big companies want this reform. Like, I don't, I don't really think that Apple and Google want this reform because it's, you know, they. Yeah, I mean, it can hurt them sometimes, but they make money. Is it Apple and Google, or is it their lawyers? Is Google... I know, guys, maybe you know this. Does Google license a lot of things? I mean, are they making a ton of money on licensing also? Patent? They don't have, no, actually, they don't. So the difference is Microsoft and Apple and IBM, all those companies, they started generating patents long before Google was even right. born. So with all the abuse of software patents that happened in the you know between the 80s and 2000, Right. Uh, Google's at a significant disadvantage. So they, I mean, they, I guess there's some, you know, uh, pissing matches over the, the, uh, the, nest, the, what do they call them? I don't know, the Fran, Fran, the Fran stuff, right. Fran, yeah. With, uh, with Motorola, but no, they don't really make any money licensing patents and they've given a few over, up into the public. I don't know why Google isn't taking a more public stance against this patent stuff. Like, this should well, be on the homepage of Google. I don't know. Yeah, but it, it's uh, it's a yeah. It, it is this whole patent situation is a little bit scary too because it's almost impossible now to come up with something that hasn't that, already been done. Well, no, did you hear? That's what the the CEO of Rockstar said. <laughs> There's not a company out there today who's not infringing on one of our patents. That's what he said. He said that basically there's not a technology company out there who's because not they have enough money to buy all of the patents. They have well, them no, all. But now. it's just it's just the rock star patents, and if just the rock star patents, everyone in the world's infringing on them. It's like there's something wrong. Then why is that a patent? Why was that allowed to be a patent? Yeah, there's something right? wrong. Yeah. Have you guys? All right, we can't. Well, part of that it comes down to the Oracle versus Google when that when that entire 
trial was going that on, was a good that one. was one of the large questions, which was really what lucky. is oh, it? No. What should be allowed to be patented? Yeah, but nothing changed from it. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, but but Happened. a trial is not where you change that stuff. Well, right. right yeah. You change that stuff from the legislature. Right. No, I think I think there's precedent that the APIs can't be copyrighted. That's what that was about. And I've been through the patent process a number of times, and you know the examiners are overworked. They're not experts in the field. Right. And you know patents are not written by the the uh, developers or people who come up with the ideas. They're written by lawyers. Right. Um, and what to do with the patent is is you make it super broad. Right. And then you and then you narrow it down, and you try to get as far up in the you know the, the broadening tree as as you can. Right. And it becomes it becomes a mess. There you know, and these idea patents. I mean, you know, I, I my name is on some of these um, because as a small as a relatively small company, you have no def- it's it's like mutually assured destruction at some point. Well, didn't you, they? You, you, they say it's cheaper to just pay for it than what it would be to license it in the long run or whatever, to just pay for the lawsuit and get it over with. Then it would be to, like, pay pay the lawyers and everything to drag it out through court. Yeah, but that's not, that's not always true, though. I mean, I can tell you some of these patents, uh, if, they're, if you're doing something that's core to your revenue mm-hmm. and you have a chance of patenting it before somebody else could try to claim something generic, I mean... It's you know, it's it's tough. The we see this system. on Shark Tank all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I wasn't I didn't used to be a proponent, but I just think at this point patents can probably be abolished, and uh, the world would be a better at place. least software patents, right? Maybe copyright yeah, or something like that. If, yeah, I mean, if you want to say no, I, I I'd go as far as everything, but software patents. I mean, there's nothing new out there. We just discovered. Well, here, I mean, I can see a patent where, like, a company invests, you know, like, let's say a drug patent or something like that, where a company's investing a billion dollars of research to get this new drug, right? And they put it out, and then someone comes and just reverse engineers it and, like, you know, for for a million dollars. That doesn't really seem... I don't know, though. That happened with Purdue Pharma and OxyContin and all the generics, and they made more than enough money no, getting America... No, generics can make money, but it's like has to be eight, eight years or something like that, right? They can't right. do it for eight years or something. But that's what I'm saying. Like, like Purdue fair... Pharma yeah, but... made more than enough money addicting America to their lovely pills that than the generics no, made Matt, Matt, but here, but what I'm saying is you're arguing from like a result. I'm just saying like, don't we want the ability of people to invest large amounts of money into R&D and then right. In the case make of money path. off of that? It would seem like you would want to. But I don't think that necessarily what's going on here is that people right. are not investing huge amounts of R and D to make pinch to zoom. Do you know what I mean? Like Software, that's... yeah, yeah, yeah. And these are all these are also, you know, they're not real. Con- no, they're, uh, a drug formula is real. You can put actual physical ingredients, yeah. and put it together. These software, these are just ideas, and uh, right. oftentimes be broken down into mathematical formulas. And well, the language is there, right? You're just like making something from the language that you have to work with. Or even like the design patent, Apple has like a square slab with four corners with rounded corners or something like that. Remember that during the, <laughs> the yeah. GS3, I mean, during the Samsung I think trial? God had prior art on that. It's called the Ten Commandments. All right, patents are crap. Moving like, on what? to games. We should talk about this before we do app picks and get out of here. The Oculus Rift, Android support. Eric, I want one. I want to just walk around wearing too, Matt. my Oculus Rift. All day long. 
guys, you know, guys, I would recommend. I've, what I found is Harley never buy the first gen products. Well, obviously. So, so <laughs> wait till like volume two comes out. But it's still cool. It's I still a more mobile or portable version of it. No, I um, want it just like this—a giant set of snowboard <laughs> goggles. <laughs> totally. So I'm actually. Go ahead, Shane. I would say as a as a casual gamer who plays non-casual games, um, I'm I'm just concerned the Oculus Rift. How will gameplay be if you can't see the keyboard and mouse and any of your buttons? I want They're it saying with. That they don't. They want to move away from keyboard and mouse. I want to use it with Ingress, and I want to use it with Dead Trigger Five. You know, like I want it. I want that to be Oculus Rift stuff. I think this is probably why Steam is coming out with a new Steam controller, right? Because they're also thinking about VR headsets. Yeah, I just you know take. Well, I think that Steam controller looks. I don't really know. Interesting. It, it, I think that it'd be. I, I think it'd be fine. I'm not really. When I play that. games, I'm not staring at my controller. If you had a Wii U, all you would be. No, but you play more complicated games That's... like a. Um, I'm sh- you know, I finally finished Bioshock uh, Infinite. I guess that's not a good example, but more like the Dragon Age, um, right. Skyrim, where you have like twenty, you know, twenty different things you need to go get at it. Right. You know. Well, that's when you need the Mad Cat's gaming keyboard, like we talked about last episode. You can just map your stuff to the those keys, and you're off. Shane, I'm with you. I think it's going to be a transition, but I think eventually it'll get figured out. Yeah, the games will just be different. So. Right. You may you may have to map some of those spells like in Dragon Age where you've got a list of like twenty on the bottom or something like that, or like World of Warcraft or something like that. You have to find a way to map that better, or a way to access them better, or fewer or something. Maybe Oculus isn't the company. Um, if I don't know if you guys seen the Cast AR, um, oh, yeah. sort of the the that's defunct cool. project that split off from yeah from Steam. So that I mean oh. that's that's different. You can do it like this Oculus where it's. I forget what they call it when you when you sort of enclose your eyes. Um, virtual reality uh, as opposed oh, to augmented reality. That's it. Thank you. Anytime. So maybe that's your solution. Cast AR looked really cool. There was, I think, what was it, a triangulation episode uh, with the, the people from uh, Cast AR that used to work at Steam, and they were talking about it, and that, it, that's pretty cool. I saw something like that when we were at DEF CON. I didn't know what it was at the time, but then after hearing that interview... That that's what I was seeing, and they had this big room, and people would put on these headsets, and there were like these tracking things everywhere, and they would walk around and see what they were seeing wearing the helmet was like this third person top down view of themselves in this maze, and like it was weird watching them try to maneuver their way through this maze. It, it was that tech is pretty cool. There's a lot of potential there, I think. Yeah. Uh, they say at launch, and Android... To, and to have it supported with Android would be outstanding just because of the openness of the platform. Oh, for sure. And, I mean, yeah, the consoles and stuff. Like, there, there's a lot of... There's, there'll be a lot of games out there for it, I think. Uh, they say at launch, Android support is slim. Not exactly a surprise, considering the horsepower required to run virtual reality. Uh, but Irie promises it won't require next-gen Kepler-grade mobile GPUs. He says, quote, I don't think it's going to require that full Kepler capability. I think we'll be able to deliver on an earlier chipset than that. Uh, he says that newly hired CTO John Carmack is producing impressive results already on existing mobile hardware. He says, I think people will be pretty surprised with what set of devices we're able to make this work on. They got like a bunch of Galaxy Nexus, Nexi there, getting it all working. 
Hey man, I gotta go, but um, okay. But I just I just want to say I downloaded CyanogenMod Mod 10.2, and my GPS didn't work at all, so I had to unload it. And then when I tried to go back to, it's because you dirty flashed it, huh? You dirty boy. You mean I flashed it? I just did the. Yeah, you didn't do the full wipe. That'll get you every time. Well, but I mean, time. the built-in update has worked pretty well for me, and you know, it's the oh, you were using you, you that. Do those, you don't do those built-in updates ever? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that's what you were doing. Yeah, I was doing the whatever you know where they say update it. Yeah, I, do, I did. I did that, and it went up. GPS kept working, so then I actually did that same thing to go back down, and I got stuck in a boot loop. Nice. So I had to like wipe everything and nice. you know, sideload it all and put my whole phone back together. So I was a warning to people: if you're running, if you have a GS3 and are running, want to run that. 10.2 M1, at least for me, it didn't work. And then when I tried to go back down, it killed my phone. So I mean, my phone worked, but I had to do a couple hours of work on it to get back where it was. Fun. Okay, guys, it was fun. All right, Seth, we'll see you uh, next year. <laughs> all right, good one. All, guys. <laughs> uh, all right, he says, uh, of course, uh, he won't say what devices they are testing it yet, uh, but this article on Engadget, they say we'd bet they'll be uh, of the Snapdragon 800 variety. Uh, the company never specifies mobile as tablets or phones, but iReb didn't say during the interview. Uh, when they followed up, the official company line is, quote, we're testing the latest Android phones, tablets, and gaming devices to see what delivers the best VR experience. I'm going to guess that means ooh yeah. Ooh yeah. Ooh yeah, maybe. Devs have yet to receive the Android SDK from Oculus. Uh, iReb admits it's taking a bit longer, but hey, that's technology for you, right? Uh, but he promises it's for the best. When we do release it, and we say it works with this set of devices, and here's the SDK, and here are the demos and samples. When people try them, they're blown away with how well they work. So, no release date yet, but coming soon. And then in other, uh, just real quick before we do at picks and get out of here, the Game Stick review on The Verge. Did they like it? Better than the ooh yeah? <laughs> Not so much. Not so much. Negative. Well, back to the drawing board. I thought it was a cool idea. It looked cool and very portable. Mainly what, I mean, honestly, most of the, most of the, where they knock it down is in the game selection. Yeah. That's where it is. So, is it not compatible with yeah. any Android game? Because most games I'm seeing coming out that I'm playing, at least, uh, Dead Trigger 2 mostly lately, and uh, like Death Dome and stuff, you can map controllers to all those. Is it just not a supported controller, or what's what's the problem? Well, I don't think you have access to the Google Play Store with it. Oh, it's its own thing. Why do they do that? That is so stupid. Why do you do that? They don't want to go around the Google certification or what? Like, why? Yes. If you were developing this, it's in your best interest to get in that Play Store and get all the games, not just like a few of the games. Why, Shane? I don't know. Uh, it, it, it's right. They just don't want to go through the certification. Oh. Yeah, that's my guess. I can't see like why you would otherwise. You know. Uh, they do say there's some definite winners. Fist but, I mean, of you can... Awesome is fantastic, and Evac is a clever puzzle arcade game that works far better with a controller than a touchscreen. Uh, what, Eric? No, I, I was going to say, they can go through this certification in the future, though. Sure. I mean, if if this really is the, you know, the game breaker, 
well, what they say? Uh, they'll release a separate version of the firmware for developers upload and test games, but it removes most of the functionality of the retail version. All right. Have you guys played Shadow Gun yet? I used to like be way into that when I was younger. When you were younger, like when we started this show. Yeah. No. Oh wait, I was thinking Shadow ago. Run. Never mind. Shadow Gun's that multiplayer <laughs> oh, okay. game we play, right? Okay. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Both of them awesome. <laughs> All right, Eric. So you're playing. Uh, you're playing Dead Trigger now, though, right? Dead Trigger Two, man. Dead, yeah. Yeah. Are you? You better be. No, no, not yet. Why? What are you waiting? I don't for? Know. I, I'm just not into those games. Shut I don't up. know. Shut up. It's too it, violent. It's more fun no. with the let, with the controller, like a Nyko play pad or whatever. Really, I like the yeah. tablet on-screen controls. It, assuming you have a 10-inch tablet, like you have room for the size. It's so perfect. Well, since I'm able to configure the buttons as needed, um, it's a more enjoyable experience to me. I can play in inverted mode, and it's much more accurate. I never liked first-person shooters using a controller because I was always mouse-keyboard, and a controller just seemed like a terrible way to aim for some reason. And I think on the touch, like, it's it's more like a mouse-keyboard than using a controller. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I really like the, the new game mechanics of it where they have... Instead of just, like, going into the shop and getting guns and then upgrading crap out of them and all that, like, you have different people that build you different things, and you can upgrade those people depending on what... Like, it's a whole new in-game system for getting better weapons, and, and I haven't bought anything yet. Like, I've just been trying to play it free, and I've, I've you know, I got my, my M16, and I got my my shotgun and all that, and I also really enjoy the new super zombie things. That they're the the cyan fist, pretty cool. The rager, I don't know. They're like zombies, but they're big mutant zombies. Have you gotten that far yet, Nick? You know what I'm talking uh, about. No, I've only I've only got through the first uh, couple levels. Oh I man, there's a, also a cool level where it's a sniper rifle and you shoot, and it's just like in the original Half Life with the rocket launcher. You could control the rocket after you fired it, so you could oh, like. Wow. It's you control the bullet and like you can go through a couple zombies and oh, it's so awesome. You'll see it when you get to that point. But um, yeah, all right, app picks, uh, Eric. Since you're laggy, McLaggersons, give us an app pick. Uh, Epic is Themer. I don't know if you guys saw this. It's uh, it's in beta. Um, Themer is now open beta, so that's good. Um, and what it does is it's sort of like a marketplace for themes. Um, and when I say themes, I'm talking like heavy, heavy themes. Um, really, really cool, customized-looking stuff, the sorts of things that, you know, you if you're on Google+, Plus, like you'll, you'll see in the Nexus communities, people will post their weird and wacky and really intricate home screens. That's what this is, except, you know, you basically can browse and say, oh, I like that theme. Tap it, download it, and it installs it. Um... I don't know if they're planning on charging for this in the future. Um, it's only supported on Android 4.1 and above. Um, but this is this is really cool, and this is an example of what uh, what the manufacturers should be doing. Like Sense should be a theme like this yes. that you that just sort of overlays or touch with. I mean, this stuff is. 
Well, I mean, this stuff is, you know, for the most part, like as like from the touchy and feely is is just as integrated as you would on Moto Blur or whatever. Um, so why couldn't they do it like this? But I would download it, get in on the beta. It is really, really cool. Um, and it's called Themer. Nice. Theme your device. Shane, give us an app pick, please. Yeah, so the one I, I picked this week is called Trigger. Um, recently changed to that. I don't remember what its other name used to be, but it is an NFC tag writer and reader. So if you, if you guys ever see those little tags that look like little coins, you stick them on something. It's an easy device to set up to do actions. Uh, I have a tag right here on the side of my desk. When I put my Nexus 7 up against it, it either connects or disconnects to my stereo Bluetooth, you know, so if I want to, you know, put the podcast or the music over the stereo, I just tap it. That's awesome. Um, I'm, I'm, when I'm, I'm about to change up the stereo st- stereo in my uh, minivan, and so there's going to be a little NFC sticker uh, on there, so I can just tap it and then connect my phone and all that to the... Uh... Are you making a crack about my minivan, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted Eric to join in on that, but I forgot he's not in the Hangout chat. Yeah, so I have many dogs, and you require a vehicle like that, too. Uh, plus, it's a comfortable ride. Correction, you have uh, many small dogs. What was, what was that? You're many small said, dogs. You have many small dogs. <laughs> yeah, but their cages still take over. Mini, you know you have a minivan because you like it. He has a minivan because he has many dogs. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it's, also great, it's also good for going out to the, the drive um, in any case, uh, I'd go Econo pretty... line for that personally, but okay. I actually would. I would like a Ford Econo line. Those are those are sweet looking. Yeah, I would live in a Ford Econo. <laughs> I mean, you look like a, you look like a child molester down or, by uh, the river. Predator, but but uh, <laughs> any, anyway, getting back to the topic on hand, Trigger is a pretty good tool for writing and reading those tags and setting up little tasks around your house. Um, you can find NFC tags for pretty cheap. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Is, is it pretty intuitive as far as like setting up the commands and everything? Yeah, there are. I haven't tried any, any new commands I have available on on uh, KitKat, but yeah, it's it's not that it's not that hard. It's definitely a little geeky, but like for instance, I can't get it. I can't get it so I can tap an NFC tag and start playing Guns and Roses. I, I can't quite make that go all the way through. Um, it's not that finely tuned, but it will yeah. play your music or at least hook up to the stereo or whatever. Yeah, little little stuff like that. And for people too young to remember, Guns N' Roses was once the greatest band of all time. So there you go. I mean, I use my illusion every day. All right. Uh, <laughs> Nick, give us an epic, please. All right. Uh, well, this is the latest of uh, games released by Gameloft, which is apparently French for a big effing game. It's a game called Thor The Dark World, and it's 1.6 gigs. Wow. And... Uh, yeah, it's a huge download, so make sure you have space on your portable device, you know, phone or tablet or otherwise when you download it. But uh, I picked it up uh, today. It's free on the uh, the Play Store, and uh, it's tied to some extent with the uh, movie that's coming out this Friday. Uh, but it's uh, your Thor. It's a, one of those tap-to-click, you know, tap-to-move and, and fight kind of games, and uh, you move through a variety of, of levels, you know, fighting a bunch of different bad guys. And there's at least five levels that I know of, and they're all like Asgard type, you know, 
realms or worlds. Nice. But it, it's pretty easy to play. It looks really good. It's a very uh, graphically pleasing game. And it, it still runs pretty decent on my original Nexus 7. So that's what I recommend. It's called Thor The Dark World. It's free on the Google Play Store. You can't miss it if you go to the Google Play Store right now. It's on the front page. Nice. All right. Uh, I got an app pick. It's not a game this week, but it's called All Trails Hiking and Biking. I live in Montana, and I found us, like, every every time we'd want to go out somewhere and, and go hiking or whatever, we kind of tend to, like, go to the same places because we know them. They're familiar. We know, you know, it's sometimes we don't have time to just go wander around and find a place. I mean, you can really wander anywhere up here, but so this thing is like a giant database. Uh, it has over 50,000 trail guides for the U S and Canada, everything from hiking and mountain biking, fly fishing, snowshoeing, which we have some snowshoes now, I guess. So we're going snowshoeing. I've never done that, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's pretty cool. And you can like rate them and review them. And it gives you this really pretty interface with uh, all these neat little icons of what's available at these trails, distances and, and all that stuff. You can map out your, your route or what have you. Um, yeah, it just does a bunch of stuff for like hiking and, and, um, forest, national forest trails and, and stuff like that. So definitely something handy and cool to have. Uh, you can discover all sorts. I was looking, I was like, I've never even heard of like half of these places. So we're definitely going to do more uh, exploring this summer and maybe this winter with snowshoes. Uh, but yeah, check it out. It's by a group called All Trails Inc. And it's called All Trails Hiking and Biking. And it is awesome. So there you go. All right. Uh, Eric, what's our email address, please? Matt, if our friends or enemies would like to email us, it is show at attackoftheandroids.com. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, everybody else, for listening and joining us every week. Tuesday evenings, we do this show live on a Google Hangout on air. Attackoftheandroids.com slash live is where we embed it with a chat room if you want to hang out and say hey or have any Android questions or what have you. Other than that, throughout the week, we hang out mostly on the Google Plus community. And I should mention we have a new YouTube channel, so... Uh, these are no longer being broadcasted from my personal YouTube channel. Every page now needs a channel associated to it, so we set one up. Uh, the link is not pretty, <laughs> so if you go to attackoftheandroids.com on the right-hand side, on the menu where all of our links are, you'll see one that says AOTA YouTube channel. Uh, so that's it. Definitely subscribe and pass it on. That's the new YouTube channel just for Attack of the Androids. And, of course, I still put all of the shows we do into a tech show playlist uh, on my YouTube account. So if you're subscribed there, uh, you should go subscribe to the Attack of the Androids one. So uh, the link's on the site. Our site is attackoftheandroids.com. You can leave us a message at 406-204-4687. We listen to those if you have questions or comments or whatever. So uh, yeah, Nick, Shane, Eric, good stuff. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> It's attack of the androids. It's attack of the androids. Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. Attack of the